First things first, Connor. How are you? <laughs> Good, yeah. Very excited. FS Live. Can't wait. <laughs> Very good to hear. So, where I want to start with is uh, Broken Machine was mm -hmm. released just over a year ago, I think. Is that what it was? Jesus. How do you look back at, at those songs? Oh. Yeah, actually, I was thinking about that the other day. I'm, I'm still, still proud of the songwriting and that. And, um, and our message within that song. It feels funny. It feels like a different period in my life now. Mm. How come? <clears throat> well, in a weird way, because of what the um, the subject matter is. And right. um, obviously not all the songs are about that certain subject matter that I'm referring to, but the idea, you know, of dealing with mental health and where I was. I just, I have a place in time where I remember exactly where we were when we wrote those songs and where I was. Mm. Um, so it was... It's quite, um, it's weird to listen back to that. It's different when I'm, when I'm on stage live, I can refer to whatever I'm dealing with in the present week, day, month, and put that, the song into my perspective currently. And that's, that's the way I deal with things. And actually the way mm. I get through things mm. on tour, it's really healthy for me to do that. Um, and also gives the song a new lease of life for me. Mm. But when I listen back to when it's recorded, it reminds me of when we wrote it. Mm. and just where I was so it's not that the songs sound dated at all they still sound great and like Mike Mike Crossy did an awesome job um, yeah no it's just uh, it's nice it's like a it's a really strong chapter in our in our life and I always look back on it fondly fondly and tenderly as well right yeah and I can imagine because, like you say the subject matter uh, talking about mental health and, and also uh, talking openly about it in, in interviews uh, amongst mm -hmm. others with us. Mm -hmm. How has the reaction been to, to you doing that? Um, uh, yeah, good. I actually read something today. I got a letter from a school teacher who said that she, um, she had some kids suffer with mental health issues without realising they were when they were about, you know, 12, 13 years old. Um, because they came back from the Ariana Grande concert, right. you know, the sh where the in Manchester, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, the terrorist attack, and um, she said that her school didn't have the funding for to do like a therapist or a mental health thing, and she used to be a licensed therapist, so she was like, oh, screw this, I'm going to do this myself after class and invite the kids if they want to come to talk about it." And she used our music and broke the subject matter of it down. Mm -hmm. And because music is, a, is fun and it's fluid, it's an easier way to learn it, what we're talking about. So she broke down the lyrics and the emotion carried throughout and, and then um, taught it to her kids in that way. And now they're openly okay to talk about what they went through. Like one of the girls apparently was in hospital, so she wow. got hit when wow. the nail bomb went off. Um, and... Um, yeah, I think that was one of the most amazing things I've read about it. There's been, you know, quite a lot of really amazing stories, but this was so, this obviously this morning I read it. Mm. So I was like, wow, really, I think that was stuck with me for a, for a long time. Um, yeah, the fact that this this teacher used our songs, and well, particularly Broken Machine, to break down what mental health is and how it feels, and it was an easy analogy for her that your body is like a machine and there's chemicals running through it in a sense. Um mm. And that was really cool. It was really, really nice to hear.
Has that process of making that album and, and going through what you went through, has that, um, how, how has that affected the way you look at kind of this, this whole idea of being a touring musician? Mm. You always ask like the right questions mm. and they always, it's like you, you've had a kind of like an eavesdrop on my life <laughs> in a weird way because I've in a weird way been um, exploring myself as an artist and a musician um, on my own and not nothing, so obviously I'm not going to do anything mm. I'm 100% dedicated to Nothing But Thieves and will always be uh, I've just been doing it for fun and own expression as well and just been through a lot the last five years and right. it's been nice to, to get it down and um, to express myself that way um, so what I went through taught me to just do what I need to do, listen to myself, write it down, because I always feel better when I do. Um, it's helped open relationships in that sense, mm. some with the band and some with myself and with my family. And then in some sadder time, close relationships because of progression and who I am as a person, wanting to move forward which is something I'm currently dealing with, which is hard, but, um, you know, family's family. Um, <laughs> but I can imagine that being very tough because you don't want to go into certain uh, behaviours anymore. Exactly. I feel like I progress as a person. This is what I like about these interviews. You don't just talk about music, talk about people. Um, I progress as a person, and I feel like I'm getting to an age where I don't have time to, and with my job as well, I don't have time to babysit the people who aren't progressing. So my my friends, my, my best friends and my friend, best friends, you know, and then there's there's people that just need to, if they can't catch up, you know, you, how many chances do you give them? You just, you've got to progress, you've got to stay in your lane and do what you can for other people, but you can't let them drag you back. I, I think that's very, very um, important not to feel responsible for, exactly. for the well-being of others. And I'm always, that's what I've always done my whole life, is feel responsible for other people and sit on the fence in some respects. But from now on, it's just, yeah, I've got to just, I've got to live my life and I just think you should be happy. It's as simple as that. Mm. You've got to do things that make you happy because time is so short. Mm. And I felt I was getting to a point last few years where I just felt so down about certain things, aspects, you know. Mm. I just needed to change. Um, and I feel like I am, you know, and I have, and feel great. In that sense, then, because <laughs> it does feel like you, you, you are in a much better place. So, so mm. what is the feeling now when you, for instance, in a couple hours you'll go on stage? What is that feeling now when you, when you kind of walk on? Yeah, I mean... That's never changed for me. Like okay. even when I was going through, okay. going on stage was always, was always the release, and it was always something that, well, like, it helped me deal with whoever anyway. But like it just, mm. it's just always been the best. Like I love it. I love expressing myself through my voice. So that hasn't changed in a way. It just gets better and better because mm. the shows are getting bigger, the productions getting you know more thought out and interesting. Like tonight's production is going to be great. Or well, if you're watching this in the future, <laughs> hope you liked it. Um, yeah, so I always enjoy the shows, and I like the fact that they're not going to get worse. Mm. <laughs> I'm always going to enjoy them more. What I found interesting about uh, you, you said 
you were exploring certain parts of your own creativity. Yeah. What have you noticed about yourself in that sense? That everything I tend to write is emotional. Mm. And it doesn't mean that it's just like sad, 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 depressing, sad. It's like, um, even if I'm writing an upbeat, happy song, I just... Because I'm not like a... Um, I'm a classically trained trumpet player and singer, but I'm not that good on the guitar or the piano. So when I write with, with both instruments, I write like I, I tune it all differently so I don't know the, the notation. So I, what I'm writing with is with my heart and my gut. So all the notes and what I hear in my ears and my head, I get down to track um, from in here. And I'll show someone like Dom and be like, all right, is this chord progression correct? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, try this note. You know, it's like, oh, that's cool. Because he's just like, he's got classical ears. Mm. Um, but I just try and write with my gut. And that's the way it works for me. And then I listen back to him like, oh, yeah, that feels good. Mm. And that's the best way I could write um, for me. So yeah, I've noticed that what I tend to write, there's always a hidden sadness within it. But I think that's why I, who I am or who I am, the way I sing why I sing, because I've... I'm a very emotional being. I have to, sometimes I have to keep it in, but I don't like to do that. I like to let it out constantly. But, uh, <laughs> as a singer, I think that's a, that's a good thing probably. Um, but what I find interesting is, is this how it works then when, and, and it can be for anything, but uh, when you work out the songs for, for Nothing But Thieves, and it's, is it that initial gut feeling that tells you something is good? Yeah, no, exactly that. And that's actually one thing the guys, like we all have our little, tricks and perks mm. and stuff and this one thing there is rely on is is my gut thing feeling with things when we wrote Amsterdam the very first minute we finished it and we were about to leave the studio I was like that is going to be a single mm. I know it because it gave me a feeling when I was younger and I first heard like Foo Fighters Monkey Wrench or like no one knows it just made me go like come on mm. you know like I just felt good it felt good And then when we did it in the studio, it was the first song we tracked, and I asked for it to be the first song we tracked because I wanted to just give all my lung capacity to it. <laughs> so I just gave it everything. I didn't, I didn't think I could sing for a couple of days. I was so tired. <laughs> But I just gave it everything. Because um, I wanted to prove a point. I was like, I, this is going to be a big single. And, and even then, when we were recording it, everyone was a bit like, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Stuck with it. My gut feeling, because that again, it's it's listening to something and writing something is the same thing. If you write something and you go, yeah, that makes me fucking feel good, you know, feel good in in certain different ways. But like Amsterdam made me feel good in like a, I don't know, like a kind of yeah, let's fucking rage to this, you know, <laughs> that was good. Headbanging, dance to it, you know, and um, I just trusted my gut with it. I was really pushy about it, and then we released its first single. And now Dom and Joe are like, oh yeah, no, I'm really glad we did that. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> but it's cool. Yeah. I'm happy. Yeah, so I try and like, try and trust my gut. So anything we write in future and anything I write by myself as well, like, I just try and like, um, trust my gut. And I've, it's good. Like even recently, like, I've, I've just been writing constantly. Um, I'll listen back to something and I'll just be like, no, nah, I don't like that section. And I'll discard it because if it doesn't feel good to me, it doesn't mean if it's, good enough I'm saying if it doesn't feel good to me then it's not going to stay in the song so, yeah. final question then you mentioned that you're writing uh, all the time now are, are you as a band already thinking about what comes next yeah for sure so we'll um, just 
for the audience's headspace. Is that, I'm, I, when I say I'm writing all the time, it's just for general creativity and for fun and because I enjoy it. Um, but, you know, nothing with these. We are taking a little a little break and having a, having a rest because we've been touring for like four and a half years. Right. Um, so we're having a little rest and we won't be writing together for a little bit. And then when we come back, um, and we've been writing already for album three, but we're going to come back next year and, and our ideas have gathered individually. We'll bring them together and we'll... Um, We'll write together, and hopefully it'll be very, very fun, experimental, and creative, and feel good. And yeah, no, yeah. We so we have we have a plan to like really work our ass off for that. All right, excited. Connor, thank you. Very thank you. Always, much for your of course. Time. Always a pleasure. No, thank it's you. great. Cheers, dude. Cheers.